Penny Johnson, the director of the Government Art Collection, talks to the artist Grayson Perry about his work, Print for a Politician. The interview took place in the office of the Minister for Culture and Tourism, Margaret Hodge. I'd like to ask you about the starting point for Print for a Politician, and also, when you were making it, do you think you were going to call it Print for a Politician? Um, well, the starting point was looking at, I think, the very the print I can really remember it sparking off of is, is the map of Venice. I think it's a 16th century map, and it hung in the foyer of the, the print uh, department of the British Museum for a long time. And that was certainly one of my inspirations. And then also I was looking at Henry Darger and that, that format. And of course, chi Chinese scroll painting and those very long, thin. And I think it was that idea of a kind of playscape. There's something of this format that is like having a, a kind of train set laid out in front of you on which you can play. And for me, it was about setting up a space in which I could just riff and play. Because I, when I start off, I just, once I've got the basic composition, like with this, it would be, it started with the idea of the kind of meandering division, the, the, the trenches in the middle, and then the two cities. And once I had pretty well established where the main lumps of stuff would be in the thing, it's just I start in the top left-hand corner and work my way to the bottom right, and that's how I work. And I, I don't think I titled it until afterwards. I think that just that just came to... Because I, I, a lot of my, the, the, the title is very much to do with the concept of the piece, but most of my concepts are post-rationalisation. So I just make the thing I want to make, and then I think up, think up what it's about later. What about the particular groups that you have in print for the politician? Well, I just started, I just made a list out of, off the top of my head, and then I realised I didn't have certain areas, I think religion was a particular area I didn't have that you know, I didn't really know what were the major religions of the world. So I, I researched it, you know, and literally by uh, population, I sort of got the top, you know, 20 or 30 religions. And so, I, so I'd never heard of, say, you know, the Mariana Buddhists. But, you know, they figured very highly up in, in terms of demographic. I wanted to make it a kind of de demo democratic thing of, uh, in terms of religion. And then I just sort of thought of all the groups that, you know, that I sort of, I usually try to think of an opposite. So that somewhere on the, in the print, there's the opposite of one of the, the groups. I'm not, it's not a watertight thing, but it's, it's pretty much there. Tell us about the references. I mean, I, I, I'm very aware that my imagination is not a limitless source. So I, I, I use a lot of books and reference materials when I'm making some of this. And I, I didn't want to make this a kind of specific place, a landscape. And so I took it from all eras. So even the aeroplanes, you've got three aeroplanes flying over here. You've got a kind of World War II fighter, a modern jet and a World War I fighter. And you've got tanks and vehicles from all different eras. And the buildings as well, there's like a sort of Bauhaus concrete block. There's a kind of um, a Gothic building, a kind of uh, sort of Art Nouveau, Georgian, Victorian uh, lighthouse, and uh, a Chinese pagoda. And so I, I, I did, I, you know, obviously I, there's things that I prefer to other things. So I, in the end, what I choose is what I like. And some of the um, individual little groups sort of show my preferences. So 
there's like uh, lots of little folk costumes because I like folk costumes and also I'm very keen on kind of the Victor like most transvestites I'm very keen on Victorian fashion because that's the kind of kinkiest era if you like I mean there's motifs that crop up a lot in my work which is like say people being hanged are quite common so up here <laughs> we've got civil servants all being hanged which is again very appropriate for this uh, this environment so now you're seeing your work as a politician on the wall of a politician in an office. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's, it's, it, it's fantastic that it's here in Margaret Hodges' office, but I also feel that, yeah, great, it's just a print. <laughs> it's not a lobby group, but it has that silent power of an artwork. You know, and I, I, I'm, not a great, I'm not a great believer that art... Um, I joke that I say that I'm not an artist anymore, I'm an engine for social change. And that is because I, there's also a, a kind of a feeling of um, I don't have that power to really do anything. You know, an artwork has a sort of different sort of power where you just put it up there and if something happens, great. I mean, I don't believe Picasso's Guernica is going to stop going, going to war. They'll just hang a curtain over it as they did at the UN. You know? <laughs> so... Uh, I've got no uh, faith that this print will, you know, some uh, government minister will be there in here having a meeting. What should we do about these people? Hang on, yes, paedophiles are human beings as well. We should think about this. I can't believe that's going to happen because they're going to have the sort of baying kind of uh, black and white vision of the world that the media has in ringing in their ears. Uh, and this print, you know, which is a, a quiet, more contemplative call for kind of... Um, balanced view of the world perhaps will be drowned out oh yeah no fantastic yeah i'm not gonna I, no, I'm, del you know, I'm delighted that it ended up in a minister's office it's you know what more could i ask for it's at the you know apogee of its function <laughs>